Hello and welcome to another Enterprise Solutions Podcast brought to you by Symantec, a global leader in infrastructure software, enabling businesses and consumers to have confidence in a connected world. I'm your studio host, Wendell Davis, and in today's podcast, we'll preview an article titled Delivering IT Quality, which will appear in the October edition of Symantec's quarterly publication, CIO Digest. I have the author of the article, Fred Sandsmark, with me on the phone today. Hey, Fred, how you doing? Thanks for taking time out of your schedule to talk to me. Yeah, Wendell, thanks for calling. Fred, before we get started, why don't you take a moment and tell our audience a little bit about yourself and some of the publications you've written for. Okay, uh, I, yeah, I've been a freelance writer for about 10 years covering the high-tech market, uh, mostly working for corporate publications. I do some work for Cisco Systems, I worked for Oracle, and uh, now I've appeared in every issue of the CIO Digest so far. <laughs> That's right, you're four for four with us with CIO Digest. Hey, listen, in the October issue, you've written a fine article titled Delivering IT Quality and really focuses on the United States Postal Service and how they've managed to walk the tightrope between IT budgets and service quality without really missing a step. Um, start by talking briefly about some of the business issues that the United States Postal Service has faced. Yeah, sure thing. I had a chance to spend an hour with Bob Otto, who was the, the CIO of the Postal Service in 2001, and he was promoted to CTO in 2003. And he inherited an organization, he, he you know, he called it a, a distributed organization, and I think he was being polite. It was actually in, in a bit of disarray in that they had lots and lots of point solutions and uh, distributed computing where thousands of different servers in different data centers all around the country. And he really went on an aggressive campaign to uh, – he has a three-word mantra he used, and that's to centralize, standardize, and simplify – going after the IT portfolio from top to bottom with those things in mind. In the time he had, he really accomplished quite a bit, I'd say. Now, your article talks a lot about something that many IT organizations are facing these days, meaning tighter budgets with more deliverables. Um, tell our listeners about some of the budget challenges the United States Postal Service faced in the process of reinventing their IT architecture. Yeah, the, the budget challenges they faced were largely self-imposed. Uh, Bob Otto gave his managers pretty aggressive cost-cutting goals. Um, there's 31 managers, and he asked them each to trim their budgets by 2 to 5% every year since 2001. In, so in that time, since 2001, some of the departments have reduced their budgets by, by as much as one-half. And again, that was all just internally generated. Uh, he wanted them to uh, cut their budgets, and as he said, they would find a way to do it. Some specific numbers here. They consolidated servers and uh, eliminated 1,200 contract positions from their budget, which saved $250 million. Uh, he's, he gave the people who negotiated their software licenses really aggressive goals, and typically they'd save between 10 and $15 million per year, and sometimes they'd push their vendors to give them 85% cost discounts. So he really laid out that as a primary goal for his managers and let them find ways to deliver it. So through all these different things, all told, the, the Postal Service has registered a over a billion dollars in savings since 2001, and uh, done that all without reductions in service or availability. In fact, they've, their IT function has grown and their capabilities have grown in that period of time. Which is a very interesting point that you bring up in your article. Uh, why don't you talk briefly about some of the areas where they've experienced this growth and how they've dealt with that? Yeah, sure. They built their, a brand new data warehouse from scratch starting in 2003, and uh, Mr. Otto told me it was now one of the largest in the world at about 55 terabytes. 
you know, there's 14,000 users hitting on it every week and generating a quarter of a million you know, business intelligence reports. And 97% of those reports, he says, can be generated in three minutes or less. It's it quite a production. And their email system has gone from 300,000 messages a day in 2000 to 13.5 million now. And they've done all this while reducing help desk calls. Their help desk calls were over 125,000 in 2000, but now they're down to just over 40,000, and he's reduced the number of help desks to just two in the whole country. It's really, again, pretty remarkable work they're squeezing out of fewer people, fewer dollars, fewer systems. And Fred, what part did Symantec play in helping the United States Postal Service achieve these IT goals? Symantec, I think, at this point, is really just on the beginning of their involvement in a deep way with the Postal Service. Right now, they've replaced five different point solutions for email, virus protection, firewalls, things like that, all coming under one Symantec umbrella now. And so we're just at the start of Symantec's involvement in becoming really what Bob Otto refers to as not vendors, but partners in the Postal Service's IT function. And Fred, why don't you give us a couple of final thoughts of your own before we let you go today? There's two things to come to mind. One is, uh, I think it's pretty remarkable that Bob Otto, who's a guy who who joined the federal government in 1969 and, and worked his way up through the system. I think we tend to think that guys who can come in and make gigantic changes like this have to come in from the outside. And here's a guy who's a career civil servant, and yet he came in there with a real vision for what he wanted to do and, and made a huge difference. So that uh, stereotype of the outsider coming in and kind of kicking things around and making big changes even if you're inside a company, you can make big changes if you have that goal in mind. The second thing I thought that was clever that they did is the way they used the budget as a lever to make some of these savings happen. For instance, they, they had the rule, they wanted to centralize the number of database applications they were using and reduce the number. They told their developers, you can use any database you want, but you pay for it unless it's one particular database. And so that became the incentive for their de developers to only work in that database, because if they wanted to build something in another product, they would have to find the money to, to buy that product. So again, they used the budget in order to, to serve those goals, to centralize, to standardize, and to simplify. And I thought it was really quite effective. Fred Sandsmark, freelance writer and author of the article Delivering IT Quality, available in the October issue of Symantec's quarterly publication, CIO Digest. Fred, always a pleasure talking to you. Thanks for your time today. Wendell, it's my pleasure. Thanks a lot. Take care. And as always, thank you for downloading and listening to another Enterprise Solutions podcast brought to you by Symantec. To read this article and others in their entirety, you can subscribe to the electronic or hard copy versions of CIO Digest by visiting www.symantech.com slash CIO Digest. And for more Symantec podcasts, visit us at www.symantech.com slash podcast. Symantec, confidence in a connected world.